You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, we are going to dive right in. We're talking about how to create a movement practice that you love, even and maybe especially on the days when you really don't feel like, quote unquote, working out or exercising. And I say this coming from a place of just having been someone who really struggled to get this routine down. Um, I was laughing with my husband the other night because when I first moved in with him years ago, he would go and run every evening. He's one of those people that after work, he usually will go and work out for an hour. He'll go on like a five or six mile run, you know, just casually. And for me, it was so funny because when I first moved in, I was not like that at all. And so he'd be like, okay, well, yeah, you want to go like do our workouts and then we'll meet back for dinner. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would literally just go around the block and like walk and call my mom and talk to her because I was so out of even having a routine of working out at all that I was like, well, it seems like I should be doing something right now. And so it's really been a process for me getting to the point where now I would say most days of the week, I will do something, even if it is just a walk. Um, That's sometimes the case. And many other days, though, I'll do a mix of weights, maybe some cardio, some dance workouts. I really mix it up. And I think part of having a more consistent practice now and one that I really love and actually feels just like part of my life, it doesn't feel like something I have to actively like strive to do most days is because of what I'm going to share in this episode. And it's I'm all about like, how do I make things easier, more convenient, more fulfilling, more fun, more joyful? And so a lot of these practices are things that I'll share with you in the hopes that they help you too. Again, I'm not like a bodybuilder. I'm, you know, not a fitness expert by any stretch. I'm just a person looking to have the best health that I can, the best energy that I can, the best moods I can. And I find that moving in some form nearly every day really helps with that. And so that's why I think this is important to talk about too. You know, so much of our culture is like, just purely from an exercise aesthetic standpoint. And I think that's where I used to get hung up earlier in my life as well, is that I would only associate working out or moving with getting a certain end result, you know, or getting the six pack abs or whatever. And once I made this shift to yeah, that's that's great if you can get that and if that's a fun challenge for you to go after. But look at everything else that you get from it. Look at how much better you feel. Look at how much more energy you have. Look at how much more you can do with your life and your day. That's really, for me, what it's all about. And I just think sometimes that with working at home, you know, maybe there's more of that with COVID, depending on what you do, where you're just sitting all day. Maybe you're looking at a computer screen and your muscles and your body's just sitting there all 
all day. And so how sometimes I just picture my muscles almost like that puppy that just can't wait to get out and like run around. And I kind of have that feeling where I'm like, it feels so good to move and to stretch and to be able to just give my body that gift every day. To me, that feels like such a better feeling and place to come from. And so if that resonates with you, here's a few ways to make it more of your practice that have worked for me and to make it like a lot more joyful and easy as well. So the first, and I think honestly, the biggest thing that made a difference for me was setting aside time every day where I would move, but giving myself the freedom to do whatever I most felt like during that time. So where I feel like I struggled earlier in my you know fitness journey, health journey, is feeling like I had to follow really intense protocols or regimens or challenges or do like an hour of cardio or just things that I actually did not enjoy versus giving myself the freedom to, as long as I moved in some form or another, to be able to choose what that looked like. So even these days, like I might do those challenges or things like that if I feel like it's fun, but it's from a place of feeling like that feels good to my body, that feels fun to my brain, that's something to tackle versus like I have to do it for this, you know, kind of false motive, right? So for me, what I really love to do is start with a certain time that feels good. You know, if it's 20 minutes for you, if it's 30 minutes, if it's an hour, again, I'm a big fan of starting small as you just build the habit of showing up and doing it. But then when you go to the gym or when you that time arrives for the day, ask yourself, like, check in, like, what do I feel like doing today? You know, do I want to do a weight workout? Do I want to do a dance workout? What kind? Do I want it to be peppy or do I want it to be kind of a more slower one? Do I want to do kickboxing? Do I want to do yoga? That can really allow you to put a gauge on like what your body needs, where it's at that day. And it starts to feel more like this freedom and like liberation being able to move than it does forcing and restricting yourself into one predefined way of doing it. So that made a massive difference for me. And like I said, even now, sometimes I'll go and I'll do my weight workout for that day. Sometimes I just won't have that in me. And so I will go and just walk and I'll call my mom or something, right? I still do that. But now from a place of actually enjoying the walk um, versus being like, oh, I should really probably go do something today. Um, Other days I will go to a class because that sounds fun and maybe it's yoga or maybe it's spin, but it really just helps me to release that energy and actually like be on the same side as my own body versus corralling it into something because some other program said I should. You know, so there's just that kind of nuance where if you're really struggling to get going, maybe try that. Just try for 15 minutes. You have that time every day. That time is the non-negotiable, but what you do in that time is completely up to you. And maybe some days it's just stretching. Like it's just pulling yourself into your body and stretching your muscles out. It doesn't have to be this heroic effort. But as you start to just show up and realize that that is something you do every day, no matter what, even if it looks different, then that's when you'll start to maybe want those challenges or want to join a program or want to be able to reach for those more athletic things. That's really been true for me, but it comes from a place then of inspiration and joy and fun and challenge versus, you know, kind of defeat and um, just feeling like it's not fun, you know, from the very, very outset. So that's the first thing. I would say 
The second one that's really helped me is realizing that I can sneak in more movement in a million little ways throughout my day. So I don't have to go and even do the hour-long walk or 30-minute run that I can actually just go and, you know, organize around my house or clean around my house and get more steps in that way. I can do laundry and take a few more laps putting things back where they go. I can call and do a meeting from my phone as I walk. You know, I can go and walk into a coffee shop versus going through the drive-thru. I can take the long way when I'm grocery shopping. You know, it's just little things like that actually add up. And if you're someone who wears a pedometer or a step tracker, you will be able to verify this, that it's really like those little actions that add up throughout the day. So you don't even have to do this Herculean effort or run or walk at all at the end of the day. You can really sprinkle it throughout your day. Even Mayo Clinic actually did a small study on this, and they found that people who fidget a lot, like you tap your knee at your desk or you, you know, twiddle the pen around your thumb, whatever the, whatever the phrase is, um, they found that people could burn up to 350 extra calories just moving a little bit more at their desk. So imagine that. I mean, that's like a 30-minute run, right? Depending on your size and your weight, like you don't have to do the 30-minute run necessarily if you're just really intentional about taking the stairs, about taking a little the long way, about getting up and moving for your calls a little bit more. So to me, that's really encouraging that like it doesn't always have to look the way exercise is traditionally thought of. You can make movement just a part of your practice and a part of your life. And for me, whenever I think about that, like just being someone who moves, it makes me feel like a little bit lighter and leaner and stand a little bit taller. And it feels empowering, right, to just be like, yeah, I'm someone who just moves a lot. And then it again, you're getting into that flow of this feeling like a good thing and feeling some like something you're embodying and enjoying versus something that you dread. I am so not the person who ever wants to recommend or wants to follow something that makes people feel confined or smaller or forced, especially in the health arena. And so for me, it's just all these little hacks about finding the joy in it, whatever that looks like for you. So if you're not a runner, if you're not a cycler or spinner or bike rider or stair climber, that's okay. Maybe you just start with, I'm going to see, I'm going to do an experiment and see how many ways I can move throughout the day. And if you do wear a pedometer, maybe just track it and see if you can go up by 50 more steps that day and make it fun and make it this like challenge for yourself in a good way um, versus, you know, a way that's not as fun and just feels like a drag at the end of the day. Another hack that I use is if I'm really having a day where I'm just not feeling it and I know I want to get my time in and I know I want to do something at the gym or something that feels good moving, but I just mentally, it's not the day where I wake up just guns ablazing, like going for it. I try and pair it with something that does make time fly for me. So I've mentioned this as an example, but for me, sometimes it's calling a family member or a friend. You know, I'll call my parents and I'll go on a walk and before I know it, 30 minutes has passed. I'll also sometimes save uh, my, you know, favorite guilty TV show, guilty pleasure TV show for the treadmill. And before I know it, 45 minutes has gone by and I've walked on some inclines and I'm totally entertained and I barely even noticed it. 
That's the same for like a podcast or an audiobook. If I'm listening to something that I'm not that into or watching something I'm not that into, the workout doesn't feel really as fun either or the time on the treadmill or the spin bike. But if I'm like engaged and I'm saving that TV show or that book or that podcast that I know I'm looking forward to all week for my time at the gym, I am so happy walking or spinning or, you know, sitting there on the bike, like watching and absorbing that thing. Um, Another thing that you can use in this realm is even like social media scrolling. So it's very easy for all of us to find the 15 or 20 minutes a day to check Facebook or Instagram, right? Before we know it, our phones can tell us exactly how much time we've spent on those apps and found the time for. So if that's the case for you, like don't beat yourself up for that, but just be like a mad scientist around it and be like, how can I pair this with movement? How can I take this time that I would just spend sitting on the couch looking at Instagram and just like go on a spin bike, you know, or go on a walk and and just associate that time with like, okay, if I know I want this thing, if I know I want to go on social media, that's fine. I can do it, but I'm going to do it when I'm actually moving as well. And then you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. You're getting to do the activity that you like. You're also getting to make yourself a little healthier and you're making the time go a lot faster as well. Obviously, you may not get the best workout of your life if you're sitting on your phone or watching a TV show. I'm not, you know, proposing that, but I'm just trying to give you little ways to incorporate it into your life and at least just get going or at least be able to get it done on the days when you really mentally aren't there. But there's probably some activities that are going to make it a little bit easier and a little bit more flowy, right? On that note, another tip that I have is to do it messy. What I mean by that is I use this all the time. I am so not above working out in my pajamas, like in my living room with my glasses and my top knot. (laughs) Like if I leave my mat laid out in my office, my yoga mat, I just find, okay, it's already sitting there. Just the act of seeing it there is so much easier than like putting on the workout clothes and the tennis shoes and enrolling everything and getting out the dumbbells. If what helps you is honestly just getting out of bed and working out for 10 minutes in your pajamas and that's where you want to start, why not? Like you're not on a fitness video or a YouTube channel. You're not like a fitness pro that has to have the cute matching everything. Like Yes, that can also be a hack. Maybe you feel a little better when you put your cute workout outfit on. But if you're just so tired when you get out of bed and it feels like such an extra lift to put on the outfit and the shoes and the drive to the gym, just get into your living room, start stretching, do a 10-minute workout, and you'll find that that may be just what it takes to actually get it done. And that's what matters, right? (laughs) I'm a huge fan of even the days that I cannot fathom 20 or 30 minutes at the outset of my workout. If I just put on like a 10-minute workout, whether it's an app or a YouTube video, 10 minutes is enough for me to be like, okay, I can do 10 minutes, right? Mentally, I can get behind that. And then usually that's the hardest part. Like once you get through those 10 minutes, it's then you're kind of like your blood is pumping, your muscles feel better, you're a little bit more awake, you have the endorphins going. So you're more likely to want a little bit longer. But even if you don't, you can just piece together one five or 10 minute workout after the other. And I have done that and it works. And before I know it, 
It's been 30 minutes. I may have done six mini little workouts, but who who cares, right? It doesn't matter. Like your body's happy. It got to move. Your muscles feel good. Your brain feels good. Your energy's up. And like your workout is done for the day. The last thing that I would say has really made a big difference for me is playing with timing. So I have always been someone who envisions her best self as getting up in the morning and working out and having like the intense sweat sesh and then I go on with my day. But I just, I have never quite gotten that down. You know, I'll go in spurts, but for me, what I've really found is my best energy for working out is oddly enough, like right after lunchtime. I don't know if it's because it's the food gives me that energy and I'm, you know, ready to kind of stretch my legs after a good work session in the morning. But for me, that's always when I start to get that feeling of like, ah, like I could do my workout now. And it's so interesting because a few hours later, if I lose that window, it passes. And so it's a much bigger lift for me to then go to the gym at the end of the workday when I'm tired and I'm burnt out and I've just used all my best like resources to get through the workday and do a good job for my clients. But if I can do it, you know, on my lunch break or right after lunch, if I can take a class in the afternoon and then get back to work and make up for that time later, for me, that I really found is when my energy is best for moving. I also love a good walk at the end of the workday. Maybe I don't feel like going on a spin bike or a really, you know, heavy weightlifting workout, but I love a walk because it feels like it's decompressing, it's clearing for the day, it's pretty light, it doesn't take a ton of energy. Um, so for me, it's like kind of finding what works for you. And if you're just not a morning worker outer or evening worker outer, not making that wrong, but just playing and observing if there is a time throughout the day that your body kind of perks up and thinks, man, I could really do a workout right now. Like maybe I could go to the gym now. It can be so fleeting and so fast, especially if you override it or you don't have a job that gives you the luxury of, you know, choosing when you work out. But if you do have that opportunity, maybe COVID's presented it with your job being more remote, play with it. See if that makes a big difference for you and it can go a long way for actually having your best energy and a really fun pumped up workout versus like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired either because it's morning or it's the end of the day. So those are things that help me. Um, I would definitely say there is something about, you know, pushing through and achieving your goals and your dreams, even on the days that it's not easy. So this isn't about you have to always have it be easy, right? Like it's okay if things are uncomfortable sometimes, but I really think movement can be such a gift to all of us and it can feel so good and it can become a part of your lifestyle so much easier if you can find these little ways that bring the joy and the lightness to it. So again, like a few of my favorite ways would be one, designating an amount of time that you want to move your body every day that feels like it's the right thing to do for your body and then giving yourself complete freedom to move however you want to within that period of time, whether it's spin, walking, running, yoga, whatever it is, like you get to choose and that can feel so freeing and empowering to be able to just let each day be whatever your body feels like and craves and satisfy that craving versus forcing it into a one way of operating. The second one would be to sneak in movement in little ways and see how much you can have that add up. 
The third would be to pair your movement with something that makes time fly for you, whether it's a podcast or music or TV or social media or calling someone that you love. The fourth one would be to like get down and dirty and do it messy if you have to, like pajamas, top knot, glasses, living room, whatever it takes, no shame in that game. (laughs) And then the last one would be to play with that timing, play and experiment to find out when your energy levels are best. Um, Knowing that, you know, some types of movement are going to feel better at some times throughout your day than others. And just starting to learn what that is for you and work with that. Hopefully this feels kind of fun and empowering and gives you some ideas. Even if you just play with one of these, I just really think that it can be something that feels so good to your body, so good for your mood, your energy, your brain. I really wanted to share about it on this podcast today because I feel like if you can get all those things even turned up 10%, like what a difference that makes in the rest of your life, right? It gives you all that energy and inspiration to bring to your relationships, to your career, to your creativity, to the ways you want to make a difference. And so I hope these ways help simplify, help give you a little lightness and hope and are really fun as well. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping get the message out. I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon.